Welcome to day 254 of season two, shaped by the word, uh, the drama of scripture. And of course, we've uh, been in the prophets. And as we're in the prophets, uh, we come to the prophet uh, Jeremiah. We told you, uh, you know, this was the longest book in our Old Testament. Uh, There's also, you know, a story that uh, Isaiah is, is looking from afar to the time that Judah will fall and go into exile. Uh, Jeremiah is living, you know, through the experience. Matter of fact, he's offered uh, he's offered safe refuge in Babylon uh, when you know those first waves of exiles are taken there. So he would have been contemporary, you know, to uh, you know Daniel and uh, Shadrach, and Meshach, mm-hmm. and Abednego. You know those uh, those kind of things as well. He he chooses to stay in the city, and he, as he stays in the city, he's uh, he is uh, tormented. He's he's getting it from both sides. You know, not only does you know the, the press of the Babylonians, but also the press of his own people, because he will not prophesy anything good for them, and uh, they want to hear you know good, uh, good prophecies as well. So eventually, uh, whenever uh, Jerusalem does fall, he's taken with many of the people from Jerusalem to Egypt, and that's, I guess, where he ends his life. We we, we hear the final you know words from him. So there's quite a drama in. Uh, Jeremiah's you know, life is thrown into a well and left for dead, and as he's uh, ushered back and forth, you know, with the captives as they go into the land of Egypt. But there's also the bigger drama of Scripture, as he talks about the certain judgment of God, you know, that is coming, and uh, God's restoration in the midst of that judging, and God even judging those who He has used as instruments of His judgment as well. So we come to chapter 31. Uh, today and as always, we we pause before we read and before we discuss because we realize that this is something that is a, a deep privilege we have uh, to meet with God through His Word uh, by His Spirit. So, Cindy, you mind lifting us up in prayer? Father, thank you for this book. We thank you for Jeremiah. We thank you for these words that continue to remind us that we are a people who fall short of Your glory in so many ways. And yet, because of your great love and compassion and kindness toward us, you have provided a way, and that way is is Christ. May we look at your word now. May we be encouraged. May we find hope in it. Father, may we um, deeply love and appreciate the work that you're doing from past and then today and future. And Father, may we um, deepen our love and our faith in you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Jeremiah 31, at that time declares the Lord, I'll be the God of all the families of Israel and they will be my people. This is what the Lord says, the people who survive the sword will find favor in the wilderness. I'll come to give rest to Israel. Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with unfailing kindness. I'll build you up again and you virgin Israel will be rebuilt and you will take up your timbrels and go out and dance with the joyful. Again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruit. There will be a day when the watchmen cry out on the hills of Ephraim, Come, let us go to Zion, to the Lord our God. This is what the Lord says. Sing with joy for Jacob. Shout for the foremost of the nations. Make your praise heard and say, Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I'll bring them from the land of the north and will gather them from the ends of the earth. Among them will be the blind and the lame, expectant mothers and women in labor. A great throng will return. They will come with weeping. Uh, They will pray as I bring them back. I will lead them beside streams of water on a level path where they will not stumble because I am Israel's father 
and Ephraim was my firstborn son. Hear the word of the Lord, you nations, proclaim it in the distant coastlands. He who scattered Israel will gather them and will watch over his flock like a shepherd. For the Lord will deliver Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. They rejoice in the bounty of the Lord, the grain, the new wine, and olive oil, the young of the flocks and herds. They will be like a well-watered garden, and they will sorrow no more. The young women will dance and be glad, young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into gladness. I will give them comfort and joy instead of sorrow. I will satisfy the priest with abundance, and my people will be filled with my bounty, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning and great weeping, Rachel, reaping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. This is what the Lord says. Restrain your voice from reaping and your eyes from tears, and your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. They will return from the land of the enemy, so there is hope for your descendants, declares the Lord. Your children will return to their own land. I've surely heard Ephraim's moaning. You disciplined me like an unruly calf, and I have been disciplined. Restore me, and I will return, because you are the Lord my God. After I strayed, I repented. After I came to understand, I beat my breast. I was ashamed and humiliated because I bore the disgrace of my youth. It is not Ephraim, my dear son, the child in whom I delight, Though I often speak against him, I still remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I have great compassion for him, declares the Lord. Set up road signs. Put up guideposts. Take note of the highway, the road uh, that you take. Return, virgin Israel, return to your towns. How long will you wander, unfaithful daughter of Israel? The Lord will create a new thing on earth. The woman will return to the man. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. When I bring them back from captivity, the people in the land of Judah and in its towns will once again use these words. The Lord bless you, you prosperous city, you sacred mountain. People will live together in Judah and all its towns, farmers and those who move about with their flocks. I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. At this I awoke and looked around me. My sleep had been pleasant to me. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I'll plant the kingdoms of Israel and Judah with the offspring of people and of animals. Just as I watched over them to uproot and to tear down and to overthrow, destroy and bring disaster, so I'll watch over them to build and plant, declares the Lord. In those days, people will no longer say the parents have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. Instead, everyone will die for their own sin. Whoever eats sour grapes, their own teeth will be set on edge. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I'll make a new covenant with the people of Israel, with the people of Judah. I will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though as a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I'll put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I'll be their God, and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. This is what the Lord says. He appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so the waters and the waves roar. The Lord Almighty is his name. Only if these decrees vanish from my sight, declares the Lord, will Israel ever cease being a nation before me. This is what the Lord says. Only if heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth below searched out will I reject all the descendants of Israel because of all they have done, declares the Lord. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when the city will be built for me from the tower of Haniel to the corner gate. The measuring line will stretch out there straight to the hill of, the, of Gerub and then to Goa. 
the whole valley where dead bodies and ashes are thrown and all the terraces out to Kidron Valley on the east as far as the corner of the horse gate will be holy to the Lord. The city will never again be uprooted or demolished. So we have in the middle of this uh, the announcement of the new covenant that I'll put a new spirit in them and I'll put my laws on their hearts and their minds. I'll move them to be the people uh, you know, that they have been. He describes the old covenant where I took them by the hand and led them. The new covenant is actually where my presence indwells them. And it is, uh, um, and then uh, of course from that renewal of God's people comes the renewal of everything uh, you know, about the nation as well. So much here we could, <laughs> we could talk I about. I, I, I think just uh, maybe a big picture of this chapter for me is how God continues to reveal himself to us, you know, as one who loves with an everlasting love, one who has drawn us with unfailing kindness. You know, he is the one who commands the sun to shine by day. And so just this picture of a God who, yes, he is transcendent. He's so much bigger than us. And yet he takes special notice of those who are his and you know, and so he causes the the moon and the stars to shine. He stirs up the sea. You know, he sits above. He he's the one that can you know count the heavens and the foundation. He searches all that, and yet he sets his love and affection you know on, on us. And and so I just see. I mean, like I said, there's so much we could talk about. But but taking a step back and and just seeing that that big picture of a God who is almighty, who is powerful, and yet who chooses to set affection on us is, is pretty incredible. And, and then, of course, you have you know Ephraim, who is you know, uh, or Israel, who strayed you know from him, and yet he longs for them yeah. with a deep, uh, you know, deep heart affection. And, and of course, that is that is true for his rebellious people, and mm-hmm. in in every age, that, that God uh, does have this deep longing for them, and, and that does take us back, you know, to the Jeremiah twenty nine my plans, mm-hmm. even in all of this, and the discipline and the judgment have been to pr- uh, prosper you and not to harm you, to give you. A hope in a future. No, I couldn't help but even just think reading all this, like, you know, as a recipient of this, like, what a good deal. I mean, for being a rebel and being just in an open rebellion and, and all of my being being in rebellion to God, and then he offers this, that's just so, so unbelievable that he'll level the path and you'll walk by streams, not just like taking care of our, our physical needs and and just giving us enjoyment with with so many of just these these graces, but then he also is going to give us new hearts and a new desire. Like yeah. not just this outward, like everything outward is going to be better, but also everything inward is going to be better. That's just it's kind of overwhelming to think that he would do this to such rebellious people that we've seen time and time again. Mm-hmm. I know we skipped a lot of that in Jeremiah, but to 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 know that's there and then to yeah. see what he's giving them here is just wild. Yeah. And of course you have that the, the same picture is a picture that Jesus paints of the prodigal son sitting in the pigsty, uh, living with the consequences of a life that he thought would uh, be so rich, uh, and yet it has collapsed and fallen around him and he remembers in the father's house there's so many good things. And, and of course that is you know that is the truth of uh, you know of the scripture as well that the new covenant you know is uh, not only talks about the restoration of our heart, but the restoration of all things, and the fact that the best boss possible place to be, uh, you know, is is in relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I do love verse forty. The whole valley where dead bodies and ashes are thrown. I mean, there is that 
idea of um, him breathing that breath and, you know, making alive that which was dead. And I even love the verse, you know, that he takes beauty from ashes. And so the very thing that could be dead and just ashes, he brings yeah, to life. You know, of course, that would have been the source of, uh, you know, he's, he's talking about, you know, the Valley of you know, Ben-Hinnom, which is, you know, mm-hmm. the kind of the city dump and where paupers, yeah. you know, bodies were thrown and things like that. And so it is a place that is a picture of defilement and is a picture of, you know, suffering. That is a place where uh, the flames never go out and the worm yeah. never dies, you know, that is used in, you know, in that description. But he is, you know, purifying, you know, he's purifying the whole land mm-hmm. uh, in, in the same way that he has, you know, purified us. He is, you know, purifying the whole land. So it is a beautiful picture of the uh, restoration you know, that God brings yeah. in all, all areas. Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and your goodness. We thank you that um, even though we have wandered far from you, you have sought us and restored us. You've made level paths. We're in all of our weakness and infirmity. We we can you know come back to you. We can know you. You can be our God, and we can be your people and enjoy the bounty and the richness of the graces you give as you uh, as you compel us and and heart and mind to know you, to love you, to follow you. Uh, you do far more than simply take us by the hand. You, Father, are present with us in a, in a way that does renew and restore. And we pray that, Father, you would continue your work in us. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.